Hello, everybody. This is Lorraine Lewis of Vixen, and you are watching CMS TV. Yeah. And what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Chris Aiken Presents, the kind you like with myself, Chris Aiken. That motherfucker right there, Mr. Eric Ferentinos. Eric, welcome back. How are you, man? I'm great, Chris. It's great to be back. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. I missed you last week. I mean, we filled with some interviews, but it was, uh, I guess when you have to rock the people, you have to rock the people, right? We had to do it, man. It was a, a week run on the East Coast. It was snowing, ice. I loved it, though. It was, it was great. All the shows were awesome. We survived. I drove everybody safely through four different states. <laughs> now, are you the guy, because you, you grew up on the East Coast, are you the guy that gets tagged with doing all the driving when the weather is shitty? Um, not so much. When I lived on the East Coast, I was a little kid. I've spent most okay. of my life in California. But in the Stephen Piercy band, I have driven over the years, spanning over the last 23 years in various capacities, uh, nothing bigger than a van. I don't think I ever drove. No, I did drive the RV. We did uh, we did an RV run a couple times, and I do remember driving that before. I munched I munched the uh, air conditioning unit on the <laughs> top of the thing. We pulled into some uh, hotel motel hotel. It had a overhang. Yeah, yeah. On the area where you pull in, I just did like a Clark Griswold and just. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the whole th i was going kind of slow but the whole rv just went Grrr! it was like oh and uh I, you know i backed up and and what looks like it looks like a pet carrier or something it's yeah 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 air conditioning unit and that thing was just smushed just complete it looked like a chair it went from looking like a box to look like a chair and i remember piercy didn't see it for like a week or something and then he was like having a cigarette he was off in the distance and i saw him like look and he's like what god damn it he's like he saw this <laughs> like just because he knew he was going to get charged for that you know right whatever, did he not hear it there. when you did it he was not in it no one was okay in it. i think i was like hey i'm gonna go park and uh <laughs> swoosh. i've i've messed some stuff up over the years there was a another time comes to mind when we had a van and we were in florida and this uh girl was kind of in my blind spot and i ended up like sideswiping her basically go trying to get a lane <laughs> over and i and just and that was a long ordeal with uh insurance companies and whatever because that was a situation where i thought we paid for full coverage right they were coming after me for my insurance oh jesus i will i'll spare you that one but this went on for a couple years and i actually got like sued over it or something and ended up giving my insurance company the information and they did take care of it which was pretty cool well that's cool <laughs> of them to do it's surprising yeah. that they did to be honest you know i get lucky like that sometimes it was i guess it was so somehow, 
it was taken care of. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I've gotten better and better. And then flash forward, I started doing driving for like Uber and Lyft, you know, mm-hmm. uh, through some slow times. And that was like, I think I did that for almost five years. Right. So you get really good at driving people, actually. Right. And I rem- if I remember right, while you were driving Uber or Lyft, you had a lady that came and kicked your door in on your car, right? Right. That was actually after I had to kind of stop doing that, but I was I was doing some deliveries in that area. Yeah, it's okay. crazy masked uh, nurse-looking woman just kind of came out of nowhere in this crosswalk. And <clears throat> I had to kind of come to a quicker stop because of the way she just marched out there. I didn't want to come anywhere near her in the crosswalk so to to make sure i stopped in time i had to kind of do a quick you know slow down she just like turned and stopped and was what you know but she had the mask you know and uh got really hostile and i thought it was kind of funny and i was like uh, i was like hey well don't don't just you know Walk right. out. Look when you walk into the street, you know. But either way, she uh, storms over to my car. We did a whole episode on this. So I'm doing yeah, a yeah. fast version, but she stormed over to my car, and I stupidly rolled the window down. And I, I go, "Hey, look! I was just saying you should probably turn your head when you're walking across." She's like, "I'm in a crosswalk!" And she starts Ugh. screaming about her her rights and entitlement to the crosswalk, which she's true. It's true. But at the end of the day, I told her, "Look, I didn't hit you. I stopped. Get get the f out of here already." Yeah. And all uh, the rights in the world ain't gonna fix it when I hit you. So well, fucking pay I had, attention. I was in a good mood. I did not intend for any hostilities to be exchanged i thought i was being funny because you know me when i'm like right you know i thought it was, the comedy was you know translated to her but apparently not no nope. um, she was at that time this was god that was already like two years ago i think but that was still when we were we were in the thick of things with people with the masking and the mm-hmm. identity politics and stuff and who knows what she pegged me as or whatever but um she stepped back and just started kicking my car door in <laughs> Good, good. I, I was like, I couldn't believe it was happening. But what's worse about those situations is you don't, you know, if you're raised to not hurt a woman or something like that, it's a precarious position to be put in when an unhinged right. woman's trying to kick your car in and then trying to get into my car for some reason. Like after I was out of my car, she was trying to get into my car. It was like I had to pull her away from that. It was very, it was a bad scene I just wanted to get out of, you know, and uh, right. So you don't have that switch in your head that where she stops being a woman and starts being a combatant? No, and and to compact that, uh, compound that uh, issue, um, she probably was. She was a very. She probably was only like five, four or five. You know, probably weighed like, you know, one hundred thirty pounds at the most. You know, right? This is not. There is no way I would come out of this looking good in any capacity <laughs> had she had any injuries on her whatsoever and i was very well aware of that even despite that i was in a, a situation of you know having to do deliveries because the music thing wasn't you know uh lucrative enough at the moment for california rents That's right you know here but um what, what the 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 grand finale was when i tried to to then pull away and my window was still down from the earlier exchange and she jumped head first into my car like oh the terminator <laughs> yeah like i thought this was over and no now and and at that point she's i go let go of me let go of my car i <laughs> let go of me right. and i i was trying to be calm she's like no you know she's like she just was like thinking that i had done something wrong not realizing that she's completely unhinged and out of control 
and she is the aggressor certainly in this situation right and by this you're nicer point, than me bro i will say that you're way not if, if if that happened in my car man or woman they're catching a bullet oh because i'm gonna shoot them in the fucking thing? head right right no that's why i don't even carry weapons with me for that reason because i i do not want to be faced with such a decision to make there but uh i'm i'm happy that that we were both unscathed but however at this moment she was just starting to just get on my nerves and i remember okay that's fine i'm leaving and i just <laughs> remember putting my car to drive and just boom and i just like stepped on it and that's when she just kind of flung off and fell you know, off and I, yeah <laughs> But I, I was like, oh, this is this is bad. I remember I just started. This actually was almost four years ago because I had, I think I just started dating Susan. Right. Like literally just started dating her. And I remember calling her up and going, oh, my God, what is your phone number? I'm going to write it on my arm because you're my one phone call because I think I'm going <laughs> to go to jail for this. There's no way. And like I, I was almost back home. And my my phone rang and I answered. It was a local number. It was the police department. It was like the right. police department. And they were very cool. They're like, Eric, uh, yeah, can you come back to where this w scene where this woman attacked you so we can get a statement? Like, just from what he said right there, I was like, okay, cool. They're right. definitely on my on side. your side, right? Yeah. And so I just kind of rolled up, and uh, make a long story short, I I basically just didn't want any trouble on either side. It was a small dent. Um, I go, I don't want any trouble. Just let her go. I'm gonna go. Let's call this even it's moving move on, on. Right. yeah and that's how it ended so nice well yeah. that's craziness there dude but speaking of <laughs> craziness we have breaking news right this minute we have breaking news what? check this out it's the limited edition six big set from eric Ferentino's. get your autograph set today at ericpix.cmspn.com 25 dollars includes first class shipping that might be biggest news in show history <laughs> paging mr herman That's mr herman <laughs> So you got the pick sets ready for people to buy, dude. Talk all yeah, about the, this shit, man. <laughs> the pick sets. So, uh, yeah, it was excited because finally Venmo had unfroze my account. If you've been following the drama with uh, me trying to, like, put up a link for people to buy these. And then not 24 hours later, my buddy Chris here set up a whole cool thing on his uh, CMSPN.com. Yeah, uh, just go to chrisaken.net. It's on the Chris Aiken Presents page on chrisaken.net. You can buy it. That's right. And thank you very much, Chris, for doing that. And right when you did that same night, we had like like eight orders or nine orders off of there. That was great. Hey, you're you're becoming a pick uh uh pick salesman, man. It seems like seems like I'm sending you to the fucking post office every day with new new picks to mail, right? I'm a pick pusher. That's what right. Can I say? <laughs> hey, oh, you need some picks. No, but you know what? It's actually a cool thing when I realize how how personalized it, it's it is for the people that got them. And thank you so much to everyone that uh, that ordered them right away. But I was thinking about how you know, okay, they want me to sign this for them. I have to like handle the thing. I have to open it up. I have mm -hmm. to 
pull the, the picture out and I kind of sign it. I sign it, uh, you know, where there's a little space up here. Uh, I sign, yeah, you can see here. There they are. Look at that. And like up here, I, I do a signature. Um, so once I've once I've done that, I have to put it back together. I've handled it some more, and then I have to get an envelope. And once I get that envelope, I have to go. Who is this person as a human being, and where do they reside? And 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 it kind of authenticates this person and validates them as a human being and a friend right. of mine and a fan. I I write their name down and I think of positive things for them. I want them to have an awesome year i want things to be as awesome for them as it is for me and i hope this kind of brings them good luck in that way you know what i mean and i and so i write it i sign it i write their whole name out i go down to the post office there's a really nice asian lady that works there we kind of joke around or whatever and she takes them and puts them out and and so far so good i'm seeing people that showed me that they got them and they survived the journey so That's I'm certainly right. doing okay with how I'm, I packaged them. And they you expeditiously like arrived. Yeah. You know, he, <laughs> this gentleman was at the um, Connecticut show, the arena that we did. Okay. We played an arena. That's right. We headlined an arena on the 80s invasion. And that was, uh, God, I always forget the Mohegan Sun. Right, right. Well, thank you, good sir, for for getting those. And you can see I did sign sign his. Yeah, from one um, Eric to another, because that guy's name is Eric as well. So. Oh well, well, bingo, bonus. Um, well, thank you, Chris, for putting him up there. You can put yeah. our handsome faces back now. Thank yeah, you. there he is. There's um, one. There's <laughs> one. But people are receiving them, which is great, man. And yeah, dude, I, I have to say, and and I knew this all along. I've been beating on you for how long? Since we started to to do sure. some of this kind of shit to do some merch and i'm still gonna beat on you to get on cameo because i think with especially with um even if they don't buy uh eric cameo i could certainly see some stoic steves and some sugar smacks being purchased on cameo so you have to get on cameo at some point you are definitely the personality right. for it but are you surprised how many people are interested in Eric Ferentino's wares, whether it's the picks that you're obviously offering now or the other stuff that people have, have asked for, because people are asking for other merch from you. Um, well, it was a little bit su surprising, but I really haven't ever had that stuff before. The pick thing was, was an easy one because that is something that it seems like people are always interested in at the shows. I always have a good, five, 10, 20, sometimes people that come up, Hey man, you have a pick. That's very important to them uh -huh. to get this pick. And, I, and it, it, to the point where I was almost kind of annoyed because the ones I use, I don't hand them out. I mean, it's like when I play live, I have these Tortex sharps. Okay. I pay. I should talk to Dunlop and ask him for a deal on these. <laughs> yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, you should. These are the ones I kind of use, but t these are don't really have my name on it. And, it could be anybody's pick. So I know they were right. more personalized. And then I saw Stevie Rochelle had made one of these for tough. Okay. It was amazing looking. I, I had to reach out to him. I'm like, what, how did you get that? Where are you getting that done? I have to know the details. Right. Very forthcoming with that. And he uh, referred me to Carson over at pick guy. And 
we were able to make it happen. But I mean, you could make picks, but I mean, people have to like you to want to buy them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Anybody could have these. But um, it is a cool way to to uh, support me directly because it, it is a personal thing. Like we said, like Chris and I collect it. Uh, he forwards the information to me. I personally write out the stuff and, and send it out to you. And when I do that, then I don't have to go do other side things. I can make sure I'm focusing on music and the and the Chris Aiken presents and doing fun bits to keep you guys entertained. You know, it is a way of just subsidizing. <laughs> sure. Life. Well, dude, it's unfortunate that in today's world, you have to do that. You can't just focus on music anymore. You have to do other shit or else... Or else you can't do music. I mean, that's just the right. the the nature of it, right? But even even uh, flowers, when I've had to like deliver flowers on the side, that's a suck of my soul and life. I have to be out there for five hours or three hours, driving around looking for these places, stressing out, and bringing you know, like when I get home, it's time to eat, and then I'm tired, and you know, whatever. It's like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, which is like music. Mm -hmm. And there's so much cool stuff happening. You know, we were talking about the shows uh, uh, earlier, and yes, I did drive everyone, and it was and Stephen was very stoked on my driving. He took care nice. of me for that. You know, um, the the out of the cellar that we're doing, people love the shit out of that. They love that we're playing out of the cellar. They're so excited. They it brings them back to 1984 when they were kids, sure. and they're loving it. So we're continuing to do that to bring it to every city. Uh, we have some really. Uh, cool gigs we're going to be announcing soon for the summer uh so you're going to get your out of the cellar uh this year Very and cool. people are loving uh the live footage they've been seeing of the band they love the lineup they love the double guitar stuff so maybe that's helped to bring me back into the spotlight a little bit to where maybe this demand is coming up um a few episodes ago my amp showed up my spawn yes. Mm -hmm. amp that was uh i think a good amount of tension came, uh, came from that yeah, yeah. and i used it at the whiskey show and people loved my tone at that gig and this brought him uh some well-deserved attention i mean most guitarists know the the good guitar players know who scott Splon is and know his company sure. but on a on a commercial scale it's not like the mass distributed amps that are out there that that people buy that the kids buy the crappy whatever stuff right. this is like made in the usa real deal you know marshall plexi level uh quality uh, right. that you're getting but made right right here in uh, dallas north carolina but he was so stoked on that but he makes guitars and we did go to his website and we did show that he has guitars there well i am super excited to announce chris that i am a full-fledged splawn artist oh wow of I think yesterday um, okay or two days ago so not only you're going to see me playing the amps but uh you are soon to see me playing a splon guitar which is similar to the charvels it's it, okay. it's a you know a, a whatever hot rotted strat or whatever right so will you put down the charvels and only play splons or what are you uh, doing? Prob maybe you know what i'm saying like it's he's gonna put this in my hands though and i was like i was prepared to buy one we had talked about it and um he was just so cool to me he goes no he's like this one's on me he's like he wants to he wants to uh promote these and i was so okay. flattered i was so flattered by this and so uh you're gonna see me doing uh you know jam videos and stuff with the guitar and sure. the amp here i'm, I'm kind of set up now where i can do that i'm just i think my intention is to do just kind of like uh 30 to 
60 second little riffs and jams and stuff um we know i'm not like a, a super sweet picking arpeggio guy or something so right it's not gonna be noodle town you know uh on these but i will play some leads and stuff too of course but i was thrilled that he he gave me a chance because when it comes to you know companies like charvel i love their guitars and and of course i go back with uh the the originators michael charvel wayne charvel uh has built me a guitar in the past they sold the company and so now it's a more corporate company and they of course praise their longtime artists that made them who they are the warren d martinis the jakey lees right the george lynch's all the all the west coast gunslingers played those back then eddie van halen you know played uh charvel's for a while so as far as the list of heavyweight rock star guitar players that play charvel's the list is it's it's long and i'm way the hell down there <laughs> you know i mean i'm like yo hard and and i'm already like over 50 i'm not gonna like probably um get those young players you know the young teenagers aren't looking mm -hmm. to me necessarily but uh, there, but there is a, a an interest. People that love that there are younger people. I take that back. I am starting to see like the kids and grandkids of these '80s people that love the whole experience of a of a heavy metal concert that sure. are starting to come to these shows. So there is a magic to it that's being reborn right now. So uh, they the young people are enjoying watching us play too and me play. Uh, but Scott has decided that he's going to let me be an artist on the Splawn thing, and I'm super excited about it. You're going to see the Splawn guitars in action. Um, there's even a, a new pickup that we're going to be um, showing off as well that comes with okay. the guitar. I've, I've always used Seymour Duncan, but uh, this is a, a different pickup. Jalen, Jalen pickups that are going right. to be like hand-wired that are going to be in there. Okay. And uh also coming up um on thursday i'm going to go up to burbank to uh matt thorne our bassist who mm -hmm. has also been the engineer uh co-producer on the stephen piercy records he's done a lot of records at his studio but i'm going to go up there it's kind of like a um a revisit to where it all happened you know i'm going to kind of get nostalgic kind of show a little bit of that and then okay. we're going to take we're going to take the splawn amps up there and we're going to clone them uh, with the Tone X pedal. And okay. the Tone X pedal basically is that box we talked about yeah, yeah. where it can capture the actual sound. sound. It somehow right. translates the, the tone. It does a whole process that you hook it up to where it, it, it has a, a, it'll play. I don't even have to play out of it when it's there. It has a, a pre-coded thing like a guy okay. that played in the studio and that helps this computer to this little box the uh tone x here shit, so i don't want to knock a bunch of shit over hang on one second <laughs> there's coffee over here and water right. that can go everywhere um but uh the, the tone x which the, and the reason for this is i can't take the splons everywhere that we do with these fly sure so what this would accomplish is me to put the couple splons I have into here. So when we go and play, I could plug this into whatever they have for me there through the clean channel. Right. And then be able to make the small adjustments like the, the gain base mid, whatever. But this will be cool to take the splons up, kind of just, you know, get a good tone up there at Matt's. So I'll film some of that film Hell the yeah. process involved with this. So it should be kind of interesting for musicians, I think. Right. Gonna dig that. So I'll be going up Thursday, and I'm, I'm sure by the by next week I'll have released some of this. 
Very cool. Uh, for a bit. Check out, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, let me ask you about the Splons. Like, I have two guitars. Okay. I have an Epiphone, and I have this one here, this Dean. And I'm going right. to be honest. I have these two guitars. I'm a picker. I can, but I can't play. You know, I can just pick, pick a little bit. Mm -hmm. And neither guitar has made me any better than the other guitar. So what is it about the Splon guitar that's going to make you better than you already are with the Charvel? Is it the feel? Is it the width of the neck? I mean, what is it that makes this one better than that one? Well, I mean, certainly this is going to be a very solid guitar. Everything that that company does is just super strong and solid. So, you know, you're going to be getting that. It's not going to be, uh, well, you know, I, you know, in, as far as Charvel, their Mexican factory that made the ones that I I've been playing the last couple of years are pretty solid as well. I mean, they are great guitars. These will be a step up from that. Okay. Um, more care is put into the, the frets and everything and just the, the construction of it um it's got better parts on it. it's going to have a an original floyd rose on it um i did tell him that i want my brass block put in there and you know st some tone uh stuff so all that's going to be um a part of it now when you have a a, a guitar that has uh, the the uh, capability to withstand the most crazy playing you're you're going to be able to play better you know what i okay. mean i could do especially when like you know whammy stuff's involved you know, like doing a lot of uh, whammy bar stuff. You know, you got to have a your guitar's got to be solid, man, and you have to have the best, you know, yeah. uh, bridge for that. And all that care is going to be put in there. There's a lot of people that that make guitars. There, there's there's comparable guitars, but these are Splon guitars, and he's also uh, trying to do his own, you know, relic um, aesthetic to it. You know what okay. I mean? The mm -hmm. relic guitars have been been uh popular lately he has his own ones we're talking for mine uh like a black and neon green okay because uh, i do a lot of that frankenstein you know the black right stuff i've been playing these green guitars uh so we're kind of gonna try a mix of that i think he's getting right on this so i'm probably gonna have this probably in less than a month i would imagine nice so well, i'm just like super excited man things are going so good right now i'm almost like waiting for the rug pull <laughs> <laughs> that things are going to go crappy um and i apologize for hogging the mic on on the show oh, today but dude, it's fine i did want to I, I wanted to put out some thanks okay, okay go um one is a thanks that i wish should have gone now on the back when you when you get this these picks it does have the uh our websites of course um, and I did put uh, Jim Koch designs because he he did on the other side of these picks. You're not seeing it, but that cool animated uh, Ferentino's cartoon thing, the Egyptian looking logo, is on the backs of all these picks. Sure. So it, he he did that, which was a huge uh, a huge thing for me that he did. So I want to make sure everybody and he's done so many cool concert posters. Like if you go to even Jim's uh, Facebook or anything like that, um, you can see all the awesome from Metallica to smashing pumpkins all these all these people that he's done concert posters for he's a he's a great artist and he does a lot of motocross stuff too and uh so check him out so i had to give him some love on here so that's why he's he's in big there and then other people that contributed to the photos that are on here i tried to get on there 
Um, I had, of course, Steve, uh, Miss Truth the Dare photography, which is Steven's lady that's always yeah. out with us. And she takes photos. And uh, a couple of these pic, uh, pics have photos she's taken on there. Um, so I, we had to give her some love. Joe Schaefer. A lot of people know Joe Schaefer photography. Um, he's on there now. Yeah. Kaufman Rock Shots. Thomas Kaufman is actually the guy that took this main picture that's being up there, used here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, but the, the main picture of me there, that right. shot is from him. I mean, and I actually asked him when I was making these pics, dude, I like that picture. Can you send it to me without your watermark in there? Mm -hmm. And I, I will give you props, but I, I didn't intend for it to be the last one put on there. So I want to, today is about giving uh, Thomas Kaufman uh, some love. So go find him on social media and find his Kaufman rock shots because he takes cool pictures of all the bands that come through to his area sure uh and whatnot um i was given some uh cool uh gifts out there one uh, our first show in maryland i was given a couple gifts uh, a friend of mine larry works at the pentagon okay interestingly enough uh he was there on 9 11 wow and I've, I've known him all this time uh too and he's he's given me some cool commemorative stuff before but um if you can see this it's a commemorative coin okay that, uh pentagon larry sent to wow. me and it says one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all wow let's hope that happens right <laughs> good luck um, <laughs> right um and then i also uh for one one of the fans had a son that was um going to the navy uh okay. academy over there and i don't know I'm not i'm gonna see if i can find that in time but the he had sh shown up he wasn't able to see our show but he had come to the uh sound check and gave me one of those navy sweatshirts sure that the, uh they have at the academy that's really well mm -hmm. well made uh shirt and so that was very cool uh so thank you for that and uh yeah i think um i'm caught up on the thanks for now if i remember some more stuff i was supposed to do today i'll throw it in <laughs> later it's all good <laughs> yeah well dude let's do this let's take a little break and we are going to come back with the band ghoul which are they are a thrash band um made up of some guys from some much heavier bands um i i chatted with the singer which this is an interesting one to say the least the singer digestor <laughs> nice and uh this is quite the interview so uh let's do that we'll play a little bit of that play some uh ghoul quick interview with uh digestor and we will be back shortly to talk a little bit of music and other things right here on chris aiken presents <laughs> <laughs> 